The Zone Sports Network is taking you to the movies. This is The Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Lizer on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome on in The Movie Zone where we don't stick to sports. And this week, we will not stick to movies. Yes, we will. We'll stick to movies. But we've got a political theme to the movies this week yes. on the show. So We'll uh, try to keep it political this hour. So t- no, just <laughs> We won't. No, we won't. But we are talking movies about politics later in the show. He's Adrian. I'm Austin. Hi, Adrian. Hi. How are you, my friend? I'm very fine. And yourself? Doing well. We're getting I'm, ready. Actually, I'm not very fine. What's going on, pal? I've got like a... It's like a cold, but there's no fever. There's no... It's like a head, throat, scratchy throat, runny nose, congested ears. Do you get seasonal sick? You know how some people say they like always get sick when the seasons change? Oh, I definitely get that, yeah. Like a lot of people, and luckily I'm not one of them, but uh, people are like, oh, I know it's turning into winter, or I know it's turning to fall, because I'm getting that cold. Like, but right it's at- not. It's 100 degrees outside. Yeah, but it's dropping pretty good at night. Like, I'm getting up for work in the morning, and you're up early because you have a young child. You go outside, it's, it's a little crisp on the air. You know it's football season. Okay. It's getting it's still hot, but in the morning. I mean, I'm sleeping with my windows open again. Ah. Sleep, we sleep with uh, one, two, three, four fans on at our house. And the air conditioner running? Well, it's because of the room that we're in. The air conditioner doesn't really. Oh, because you're you're in a different. Yeah, 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 yeah. you moved out for a minute. You're in a temporary right spot. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. But yeah, I actually I made it through a whole summer without turning my air conditioner on. So wow, I'm feeling pretty good about. Good you're kind of underground, so that helps a lot. Yes, bit. I live underground. I live in a hobbit hole. <laughs> it's a nice hobbit hole. Yes, uh, they call it in the real estate world garden level, <laughs> which is just a fancy way of saying basement, but whatever. I live in, you know, I, li- level. I like my spot. It's garden villa. Garden villa, yes. yes. I like my spot, and uh, the. I wish I lived with a patio or something, but the positive is I don't have to run, I'm underground, so I don't have to run the air conditioner, which is nice. And in the winter, you just have to build a fire. I run my furnace a little bit, but I'm also enclosed, so it doesn't drop too much. So it's nice. It's why the old mountain men and uh, first homesteaders used to dig dugouts in the side of the mountain. Yep. It's why the dwarves live in the caves. Dwarves don't exist. And the hobbits live under in a hole. Hobbits don't exist. Not in that way. It's why in the Sahara Desert, the animals dig a pit and live in it. The Sahara Desert doesn't exist. It doesn't? No. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But it's been a fun summer. It's uh, We're... Excited around here for football, and we're also excited for the and this show, particularly the fall and winter movie schedule, because um, this part of the year is not great for releases necessarily. Yeah. But when you get into winter and the holiday season, that's when you start seeing some of the biggies again. When we're cooking with gas. Yeah, we've got you know, there's it. I think comes out next week, but then we get into Star Wars is coming out pretty soon. So it's more good. Christmas. Yeah, but pretty Frozen soon. Frozen two. I mean, in general, stuff is all pretty soon because I still remember. January 1st of 2019 and all of a sudden we're in August. So, man, that is stuff insane. just flies by. That's insanity yeah. to think of that. Wow. I mean, I mean my baby just turned 1 right. last week. I that rem- blew my mind. I remember you taking time off for when your baby was born. Like when you took that because you took your week off and we were all so happy for you and then all of a sudden it's a year now. Oh, jeez, crazy. Lloyd's son is walking around talking every time he comes in. 
It's wild. The one that was just born? No, Xavier. Well, Xavier's like nine. But don't you remember <laughs> when he was born? Yes, I do. It's wild. We Essentially, we've done nothing with our lives. It's, and the movie zone has been through it all. We have. And we'll hopefully be there through it all with you going forward. All right, lots Wait, to talk about. Wait, have you heard something? Today. Huh? Have you heard something? We'll talk later. Okay. No, I haven't heard anything. I've heard that we're doing swimmingly well, that the downloads are, are great. On the up and up. Make sure you subscribe to the Movie Zone podcast. In a non-related thing, they're way up, but please, for the love of all, <laughs> please download. Please share, <laughs> click. Even if you hate us, share that, that you hate us, and at least it'll be shared. No, we're, 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 we're kidding-ish. All right, uh, let's get into the movies that are opening this week in just a moment, but first... Let's look at last week's movies and how they did at the box office. No one did good. Back to you. That's not true. Uh, good Boys brought in $21 million. Not too bad on a $20 million budget. Um, they made a million dollars. They So far, they've made a million bucks, which is a lot of money. Um, Except it's not when you have to pay the cast and crew. and. Well, they've already that. paid it. That's why they've exceeded budget. So ah. good for them. Now they're just printing cash. Uh, <laughs> Angry Birds Movie 2 made... Did, did anyone go to that? <laughs> Uh, not good, Austin. Ten million dollars on a sixty-five million dollar budget. They spent sixty-five million dollars to make that it costs, movie. It, it costs a lot. Uh, animation is to costly. do a man yeah. animation movie. Um, four, Forty-seven meters down, uncaged. Eight million. They should have caged it. Blinded by the light. Four point three million. Ooh, not 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 great. Even close for a movie to that we good. had hopes for that it could maybe recapture some of what. Um, yesterday had created well we were talking on the big show earlier this week about this idea of there's no fresh ideas in hollywood and that's not it's just not true there's also no fresh ideas on the big show because we've been talking about that for years <laughs> what is that supposed to mean that's what i'm saying oh, like yeah. we've been talking about that for that was a joke because we've talked about it for years yeah now they're taking it yeah. to talk about the yes. big show yes uh that was funny big show that was just a joke <laughs> it was just awkward because i'm part of the big show Oh, yeah. Well, that's obvious. That's why it's clearly a joke. This is like I'm fighting between two friends here. I'm friends with both of you, but I don't know what to do because I agree with both of you. Well, it was, mine was luckily a joke, but anyway, continue. Uh, we were talking about how there's no fresh ideas, yeah, and it's true. just not true. There are lots of fresh ideas. No one goes to see them. Right, because and we talked about it last week that uh, they've mastered the art of getting you to only see what they want you to see, which is... Filling up the theaters, not allowing a lot of screen times for other things because, I mean, if you're a movie theater, you, you want to fill it up with the movies that people are going to go see. Yeah, and people have proven to want to go pay their money for comic book movies. Right. Or Disney. Or, or sequels. Or sequels or yep. anything like that. So, so fresh ideas. They may be good movies. Blinded by the Light is supposedly a really good movie. From everyone I've heard yeah. that has gone to see it, they've really enjoyed it. Tony Parks talked how good it was. But no one's going to see it based on the general scale of what right. everyone else... Good Boys, probably a horrible movie. Made, what, three times as much? No, four times as much money. Mm. Five, Five times, times as yeah. much money, actually. My math ah, will get ah, there eventually. Ah. <laughs> three times. <laughs> ah, ah, four times. But uh, no one went to see the better movie because it's just not what a fresh idea they want. Well, what is, And what does everyone do... At the end of the movie season, when the Oscars come out, we all go. Well, at least you and I, we go. Oh crap! All these Best Picture nominees, we never, we never got to see these. Yeah, because we barely heard about them being in theaters. Then they win Best Picture, and we go back and watch them, and you go, Oh my goodness, that was an incredible movie. Yeah, like The Shape of Water. 
Right. I said, luckily, I got to see a screening of that, and I told you from the day I saw it, I think that's going to win Best Picture. Yeah. But I don't think a lot of people got out to see it before it won, and then all of a sudden, it was a very popular movie. I'd be interested to see, in fact, the post-winning yeah. numbers of downloads and, and buys. Moonlight, on, I hadn't heard of it. No one saw and then, Moonlight. And then I saw it, and I was like, well, this is one of the best movies. Three billboards outside of Evie, Missouri. It, I saw it right before the Oscars. Didn't see it before it. Knew everyone. Loved the cast. I watched it. I was like, this is an amazing cast. And then I watched it. This is a great movie. Never got to see it, because I was probably out seeing Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah, or something. Right. So A sequel. A sequel, yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, there are fresh ideas, just no one pays to go see them. So it's too bad that Blinded by the Light continues what they're calling the bummer summer for Warner Brothers. The Kitchen with Melissa McCarthy and Tiffany Haddish did awful. $5 million the week before. They've also got stuff like Godzilla, King of Monsters, Shaft. The Sun is also a star. Uh, Right now, Ryan Reynolds' Detective Pikachu is their biggest win to date Warner Brothers they got 423 million global in ticket sales but they've struggled mightily overall Warner Brothers mm-hmm. has this summer Good Boys by the way is sparking controversy as we touched on it last week uh, just real quick oh, sorry, Warner Brothers third this year for earnings total so I mean that's that's pretty down on the list considering that Buena Vista which is Disney and Marvel and all those and Universal are so far in front of them. So and that's their third. Yeah, but what is it? Third out of three? Yeah, <laughs> what well, are we there's talking Sony, about which we'll get into Sony later. Yeah. But um, they're like way. Yeah, if you're if you're comparing yourself to Sony, you're way back in the race. Right. As far as making movies goes. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. And uh, Blade of Vista is just so far ahead of everyone. Forget about yeah. it. Yeah. And they're they're buying you. They've got so this is basically thirty seven percent of the market. According to the, this website, and yet their stockholders are angry. Yeah, and they may be angrier coming up later on when they do their because we're we'll talk about it later in the show. But an ugly oh. mess going on in Universal or in uh, Marvel Land. They found themselves in a sticky web of sorts. Ah. See what I did there? Yes. It was a venomous. <laughs> it was amazing, and a snap of a finger was over. <laughs> right. uh, controversy, though, we mentioned it last week. These child actors that are forced into, not forced, but they're paid. They're, you know, it's their job, but their parents, their agents are allowing them to do these horrible movies for their age group, like Good Boys. Hard R Good Boys. Right. I mean, things that I can't say on the radio that happen in this movie. And these are eight, nine, 11 year old children that are acting these things out. How does that affect them going forward in real life yeah right. they may have made a funny movie that's highly inappropriate but you laughed at it but that's a real eight-year-old talking about this subject matter yeah uh yeah that's a i guess that's a parenting question because they're it's the the draw right everyone wants to be famous so it's the draw of does this get my kid into the business but then i have to sacrifice some of maybe my ethical morality because you can say to your kid all you want, well, just remember, this is script, this is fake, blah, 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 blah. But how does that change things for him? Hmm. For that child, mentally and stuff like that. I don't know the answer to that. But it's a very interesting topic. I would like to hear, like, if as a parent, would you let your kid get into acting at that young of an age if it was that kind of movie? Or would it have to be something like, and that's a hard question to even ask you because you don't know. Your kid's one years old. So, well, uh, I had someone offer to have my baby in a commercial. 
Yeah. And I said no. And they and you're and she wouldn't even know she, she was in a commercial. Remember it. Yeah. And I just it's just not a world I would wish for her. Right. If she wants to do that, she can work towards that and, right. and carve that out for herself. And when she's you know she, making that decision on her own, that's different. But as a, as a father, I'm not. I don't feel good pigeonholing her into a career at right. six. True. Whatever. And I agree. But then there's the other side. It's like, well, if I don't get them in now, when can they get in? So anyway, I don't. But the conversation is very interesting. I don't think I would let my. I would look at that script and I would be like, no, uh, no, no, pass. Find somebody else to do this. I'll find a different. If my kid seems to be a good enough actor to get in a movie produced by Seth Rogen or whoever made this movie, then I think they're good enough to get into something that I would be more appropriate for their age. So. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, but and the the article is uh, talks about ch- child exploitation mm-hmm. about good boys and it quotes Natalie Portman and uh, Jodie Foster when they were young and they did movies in the disgusting fan mail that would be sent to them and. Uh, Natalie Portman talked about how there was a radio show that was counting down to her 18th birthday. Yeah. So on and so forth. And she chose to continue in that career after once she became an adult. But man, she had to deal with a lot of stuff that I don't think children should ever have to deal yeah, with. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. All right, there you go. A little bit of a heavy start to the show, but I thought interesting enough since those were the movies that came yeah, out. Yeah, it's fascinating, I think. Speaking of movies coming out, let's talk about four movies that are opening this week at Megaplex Theaters. We'll dial out to the movie zone phone. Hello, and welcome to Movie Zone Phone for the Larry H. Miller Megaplex Theaters. For popular movies and showtimes, please press 1. For Toy Story 4, please press 1. For Good Boys, please press 2. For Angels Has Fallen, Please press 3. You've selected Angel Has Fallen, starring Gerard Butler, Jada Pinkett Smith, and Morgan Freeman. For plot description, please say tell me more. Tell me more. Authorities take Secret Service agent Mike Banning into custody for the failed assassination attempt of U.S. President Alan Trumbull. After escaping from his captors, Banning must evade the FBI and his own agency to find the real threat to the president. Desperate to uncover the truth, he soon turns to unlikely allies to help clear his name and save the country from imminent danger. Angel Has Fallen is rated R and earned a 6.9 out of 10 stars rating from imdb.com. For tickets and showtimes, please visit megaplextheaters.com. All right, we'll start with the uh, political theme of the the show this week. Angel Has Fallen. Uh, Gerard Butler, Morgan Freeman, as you heard it there. Just a, this. How many is this now? Three, four, five in this franchise? What, what, what have they been? Olympus Got has London Fallen. Has fallen Olympus White House is- Down. Isn't that the same? I mean, that's not the same, oh, I it but was. remember it came out the same time as Olympus Has Fallen. Ah, okay. White House Down, Olympus. It was one of those weird, you see that in- Same movie. You see that every once in a while in uh, Hollywood where the same movie gets made like- Released at the same time. Weirdly at the same time. And so it's the third one then. Yeah, this is the third one. So Olympus Has Fallen. London Has Fallen. And now Angel Has Fallen. Yes. So a lot of falling uh, in this franchise. Uh, this looks really stupid. This looks really cheap. This looks uh, really uh, uh, bad, and I'll probably see it eventually. A lot of people will go see this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's, this is another line of an action action uh, series that has people, a certain amount of people have latched onto, so they continue to make the movies, and if you like them, go. That's all I got for you. I probably won't see it. 
in theaters. I won't but, be seeing it in theaters. But, you know, if you like watching this character of Mike Banning kick some butt all over and protect the president of the United States or well, actually, whoever. Actually, he's, he's actually really bad at his job. Right, in a way. it keeps yeah. happening right. over and so, over. Like uh, Liam Neeson, he's a bad father. A terrible father. And, yeah, how many times are you going to let your... Now he saves them. Well, well, he's got a particular set of skills. Right. But maybe avoid that situation in the first place. Yeah. Maybe when mom and her new husband beg you to let your daughter go off to Paris, you hold Gibraltar and say, I'll be the mean parent and say, no, that's being a good parent. Sometimes being a good parent means you're being mean. This is a parenting episode today. Well, this guy, Mike Banning, (laughs) is terrible at his job. He just fixes it in the end. But he's got Piper Parabo and Morgan Freeman and <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith and Danny Houston and Yeah. Yeah. Morgan Freeman. What's the best movie he's made in the last ten years? I'd have to I'm gonna look up his IMDB just so I can March see. of the Penguins. He makes a lot of stinkers, man. I know I know he's Morgan Freeman. I know everyone loves him. I love him too. But he has he he like hey, Anthony I'm still Hopkins. scrolling. I'm still scrolling. Yeah. He like uh Anthony Hopkins. They are so revered and so loved, and yet they have, what, five good movies to their name? What'd you think of Oblivion with Tom Cruise? No. No? Pass. Pass? Pass? I liked liked, uh, Bruce Almighty. Then I guess it has to be The Dark Knight Rises. But he's not... Yeah, I guess. As Fox. As Fox, but... In in 2012, that would be... Now You See Me? Those are all right. Yeah. All right, but not great. So anyway... You can't no, I, and that's a, maybe another problem that I have. It's my, a me problem, is when you have a, a transcendent movie like Shawshank, right? Then you expect everything to just right. be incredible, and that's that's what happens. It, especially that was the when was Shawshank? Ninety four, ninety early nineties. Yeah, there's going to be some stinkers out there. All right, so Angel has fallen. That launches our poll question this week at Austin Horton at AP Lizer. Political movies, not documentaries, please, but political movies. What are the best political movies? We'll get to your answers in the second segment. Three more movies opening this week at Megaplex Theaters. Hello, and welcome to Movie Zone Phone for the Larry H. Miller Megaplex Theaters. For popular movies and showtimes, please press 1. For Aladdin, please press 1. For The Lion King, please press 2. For Ready or Not, please press 3. You've selected Ready or Not, starring Samara Weaving, Adam Brody, and Andy McDowell. For plot description, please say tell me more. Tell me more. Grace couldn't be happier after she marries the man of her dreams at his family's luxurious estate. There's just one catch she must now hide from midnight till dawn until her new in-laws hunt her with guns, crossbows, and other weapons. Ready or Not is rated R, and it's rated 90% fresh by Rotten Tomatoes. For tickets and showtimes, please visit megaplextheaters.com. Ready or Not. It appears to be suspenseful, not not necessarily horror. So I'm leaning towards wanting to see this, Adrian. But at the same time, I'm like, this looks really scary. But you heard it there in the 90 percentile on Rotten Tomatoes. Looks like it's going to be a good movie. Yeah. I, speaking of original ideas, we see a lot of the original ideas come from uh, this genre. And uh, but this one seems like it's more of a movie that could be entertaining to watch instead of just like a slasher flick. Did you ever read The Most Dangerous Game? Yeah. This, it's that. Right. Or did you ever see The Pest with John Leguizamo? Yes. Which was yeah. the terrible movie that is based on The Most Dangerous Game? Yeah. Terrible movie. 
I loved it as a kid. Did you? Yeah. What a dumb name, by the way, The Pest. Should right, because it was so annoying. Yeah. And so, yeah. But anyway, this is the most dangerous game, except it happens on a wedding night. And good luck to you, Ms. Um, Samara Weaving playing Grace. <laughs> I hope you make it out alive. Uh, yeah, so do I, I guess. But could you imagine going to a party like you are now? Congratulations on being married. Run. You have... You have a 10-second head start. You have 10 seconds, and we will... If you survive the night, we'll give you a reward. Or <laughs> yep. So it's it's twisted, but it looks interesting. And if I can stomach the, the suspense, I think I'll probably go see this. Yep. On a $5 Tuesday. Other than that, let's dial out to the movie's own phone. Two more opening this week at Megaplex Theaters. description uh really high 93 percent rotten tomatoes for lucy and uh or loose or whatever it's called i don't know all i know is octavia spencer makes pretty dang good movies and is getting good reviews it is rated r so keep that in mind but it might be a little heavy might be a little disturbing but i think it'll be a, a good lesson learned at this movie and so i'll probably go see loose at some point maybe not in the theaters though yeah i looks like a like a Another, speaking of parenthood, we're talking a lot about that today. This fits into that, so. I mean, you heard the names there. Tim Roth, Naomi Watts. Yeah. Octavia Spencer. It's probably going to be a pretty good movie, but. I hadn't heard about this. may not this. be everyone's cup of tea. Yeah, I hadn't really heard about this one until we were preparing for the show either, so. Not a lot of uh, marketing. That could be good or bad. You just, maybe they didn't have the budget, or maybe it's no good. But. Rotten Tomatoes is returning uh, favorable reviews. Final uh, movie opening this week at Megaplex Theaters. This is the movie to take grandma to this week. If you if you need a family trip to the movies and you and you need something safe, maybe not be the best movie, maybe even not the best acting, but a safe family trip to the movies, Overcomer is your answer there. It kind of has that 
feature film for families feel to it. Uh, that would be if you need a family matinee, this is your matinee Monday choice, Overcomer. If other than that, this is the uh, don't go. Right, seems like a lifetime style movie. About, hallmark, a hallmark about family, about um, about family and drama. <laughs> you know, a little bit of drama. Is it but, about family? But maybe nothing too super heavy. But just like a hallmark lifetime movie. That's what this looks like. It's rated PG. Yeah, it's like. Uh, a it's show. starred and written and directed by the same person. So It looks like a show that would have played on ABC Family before it became Freeform. Yes, that's yeah. a good way of putting it. It was safe. It gave you a little bit of drama, a little bit yes. of a challenge to yes. overcome. Yes. But there was nothing... It was before, like... Uh, it was ABC Family before, um, like... The Greek sec- life or Yeah, whatever. and the secret life of the American teenager and all these shows came by before it became and mtv turn, 2000 and turned it into a uh adult teen network yeah yeah think of the children yeah. freeform yeah that's where i would go for my harry potter marathons and uh no more no more no 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 harry said. potter's all grown up on freeform yeah <laughs> now he's living at phi kappa psi harry potter's rated r on freeform these days <laughs> all right that's the movie's own phone phi Com- kappa psi. <laughs> coming up next we'll uh yeah hufflepuff and uh <laughs> gryffindor are long gone now. yeah they are Delta Kappa Beta. That's it's like that SNL skit where uh, Lindsay Lohan plays Hermione. Yeah, and she, that. that's all I'm going to say about it. But she shows up after a summer away, and everyone's like, "Oh, hi, Hermione!" <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a lot like. That. All right, coming up next, your poll question response is at Austin Horton at AP Lizer. Best political movies. We'll get to it next here on the Movie Zone. And now, back to the movies with the Movie Zone on 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back to the Movie Zone. Austin Horton, Adrian Lazar here with the soundtrack of the week, Forrest Gump. Why? Because we're talking political movies, and there's several political moments interwoven in the telling of Forrest Gump's plot. One of my favorite uh, styles of filmmaking was that movie where they interwove him into actual events, like made it look like he was meeting the president and things like that. I thought that was a really cool. Touch. Really well done. Yeah. Really uh, groundbreaking. Yeah. Hadn't really been done before. And speaking of uh, Forrest Gump, want to give a nod and a shout out to Run Forrest Run, our guy Austin Frankham. Oh yeah, big shout out Twitter. to Austin. Big listener of the Movie Zone. He's off to basic training for several weeks as he's gone to the. He's entered the military and. I want to say a thank you for always listening and supporting us, and obviously a thank you for the sacrifices he and his family are now making for our country. So yes. thank you. Said he'll be back in March, and we look forward, or at least back on Twitter in March, yeah. and look forward to hearing from him and hearing how it goes. That's so really cool. You. Thank you. Appreciate yeah, it. for sure. All right, let's get to some poll question responses. Speaking of, Austin Frankham always responding to the questions, like you can be a part of the show as well, at Austin Horton, at AP Lizer. We asked you this week, uh, what are the best movies that involve politics? Excluding documentaries, because I don't really want to have a timeline filled of anti-this, anti-that. I just want to have a movie zone where we talk about political movies not actual politics right we may get to favorite documentary movie sometime as our poll question but today political is, documentary or I don't any know if we'll ever be doing that any but, documentary yeah. but today is not that today not tonight not tonight <laughs> so what are your favorite uh involved that involve uh politics angel has fallen we talked about and this is we're getting second. a lot of broad answers which is really cool yeah like, a, lot, a lot of different answers yeah. like what 
like uh, this Lundy says, no one mentions Star Wars. Very filled with politics. Yes. It's a very political movie. It is indeed. It's just it just happens in a galaxy far, far away and a long time ago. Yes. So that's a good answer. We weren't involved in that conflict. No, we weren't. Yet most of us care more about those conflicts than actual <laughs> conflicts. So You might unfortunately be right. Ashton asked if the Patriot counts, and you said yes, definitely. I say it does. What about you? Well... Not the, they were fighting for their political freedom. Not the most historically accurate movie. Neither is Star Wars. <laughs> That's not based on history. We don't know that. We just is, know we don't know we where do George. Know we don't know where George Lucas got his inspiration. But it, there's politics involved, so yes, yeah. it counts. Pete, this is kind of weird, but Dave with Kevin Klein. I love Dave. I haven't seen it in a long time, but that's one of my favorites. It's a really good movie. I'm a big fan of Kevin Klein. Yeah, he did Wild Wild West. So so did Will Smith. We're still fans of him. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I like I like uh, Dave a whole lot. Sigourney Weaver yeah. was great in that movie. So funny. And who was the guy that played the uh, the vice president? He was a perfectly casted, oh, tall, silver haired, deep voice, kind of evil and, and sneaky. What was it? What is his name? Dave ah. Stalling. I'm on my way. <laughs> it's in Dave. Frank Langella. Frank Langella. Yeah. Uh, great movie. So, yeah, I like the answer, Dave. Uh, Jenner says, modern politics or, politics or something like V for Vendetta. I love V for Vendetta. Uh, definitely a political, not obviously accurate, but uh, really well done, you know, post-apocalyptic world. England is still standing, but uh, V is working. Natalie Portman's great in that movie. Remember, and he also remember, said, the 5th of November. Yep, and uh, he also said Frost versus Nixon. Okay. That was a good movie. Too. For actual yeah. uh, events. Yep. Isn't it the 5th of November? I Isn't believe that? so. Or is it the 8th of November? What is it? I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. The 5th. The 5th of November. Okay. I just remember his V speech where every word he says uses the letter V. Anyway. Dusty with a great answer in my opinion. Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I didn't vote for you. And the, the guy, I am your king. And Nate puts the gif of the little page with the shroud over his head saying, Supreme executive power derives from a mandate from the masses, not from f- some farcical aquatic ceremony. Uh, yes. It's that's, a good, good that's answer. such a good uh, scene in that movie. Yeah. Where they're just, oh, they're just like literally like putting piles of dirt together. <laughs> They're just these surfs out That's in the middle. That's so of stupid, but so it's, awesome. it speaks volumes. Yes, it, it really does. does. Chris, all the president's men, does this qualify as political? Yeah. I don't know why it wouldn't. Sure. Uh, Ute Scootin' Boogie. Says, Ute Scootin' Boogie? Yeah, That's he has a good. bunch, of, but a couple he says the Manchurian candidate. Oh, good That's a good one. The Post. Love The Post. Great movie. Very political. Uh, Patriot Games, obviously political. Mm-hmm. Hunt for the Red October. Yes. Very good answer. Very good answers. And, uh, and very he said Black Panther. Name. That could be a fun, like, just for oh, fun one. Yeah. All right. It is. There's that politics is. at play there. Yeah. Uh, Franklin Delano Romanowski. <laughs> Some from great Seinfeld. names today. Yeah. yeah. Uh, says Fern Gully as political. Okay. Save the rainforest. Yeah, yeah. indeed. Uh, Jeffrey says The Darkest Hour. About time that guy got an Oscar. Oh, uh, Gary Oldman? Being Gary Oldman. Uh, yeah. I. It's a vor- very boring movie. I don't know what to tell you. Very boring movie. But if you can watch it and then watch Dunkirk, they go really well together. Oh, interesting. So uh, line those up. Lincoln, speaking of very, very boring but good movies, <laughs> that movie's so long and so slow and so boring and so good. 
But Roger says Lincoln. Daniel Day-Lewis. Like it. Uh, Papa Ute Smurf has about 50 answers here, so uh, I'm going to read a couple <laughs> all of, of them. Read yes. all of them. Um, Air Force One. Okay. That's Get a good one. Get off my plane. Get off my plane. Uh, he puts the Olympus has fallen, London has fallen, and Angel, Angel has fallen. As well as White House down, yeah. Um, but also he puts on here the campaign, which is comedy. That's a good one. And National Treasure. I love the National Treasure movies. Do you? I don't know why. I just love them. They're dumb. Dumb heist movies. But they're fun. Yeah. For sure. Uh, did you ever watch Parks and Rec? Yeah. And when uh, Andy goes with uh, Leslie to D.C. and he's like knocking on all the stairs at the Lincoln oh, Memorial. Yeah. And he picks the gum up off the ground. How do I know this isn't a treasure map? <laughs> uh, he also has Zero Dark Thirty on here. That's an but intense movie. One that, and it's a great list that he's got here, but I haven't seen anyone say this one. Black Hawk Down. Mm, very, yeah. You a big fan of uh, President Clinton, are you? Go watch Black Hawk Down and then uh, okay, easy, get back Austin. at me. All right, just easy. saying, just saying. I thought we weren't going political on this one. It's a political, it's a fact. It's not an That's opinion. a good movie, though. Yeah. Black Hawk Down. Yeah. Uh, Josh Hartnett, one of his, I haven't seen him in a lot since Black Hawk Down. That and Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Mm, that's it. That also would count. Pearl Harbor would count, although I like that movie for other reasons. Wag the Dog from Nicholas Holland. No, just it was that, that I've watched. That movie is attached to a specific memory in my life, uh, timeline of my life, of a moment that I'll never forget. Bad movie, but I have a soft spot for it for a memory that nothing it brings wrong up in with my that. Yeah. You love Wreck It Ralph because that's where you went on your first date with your lovely wife. Yes, and that's a good movie. Yeah, it is a good movie, but uh, the sequel wasn't that. One good. that I haven't seen that's come up a couple of times is called Wag the Dog with. Dustin Hoffman and Robert De Niro. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I never seen it, but it, there's a couple. 1997. Um, yeah, who is like, it? Hoffman and De Niro. Yeah, it's probably really good. Yeah, uh, Nick Holland said, "Wag the dog." Yeah, uh, would the butler with Forrest Whitaker count? Yes, 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 and yes. What an amazing, incredible movie the butler is. Uh, who? Oh, well, the guy that plays his son, David Oyelowo. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a great, great movie. And speaking of that, Selma. You have to see Selma. If you haven't seen Selma, see Selma and see Detroit. Detroit should have got a lot more love than it got last year. Wasn't it called Detroit? Yep. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Great answers. Thanks for Great participating. Answers. Yeah. There's a, it's amazing how often the political movies cross over with, say, the war movies and things like that. Well, politics yeah. feeds war and war feeds politics. Mm-hmm. That's sad, but true. Uh, others that weren't mentioned uh, in that same vein, uh, A Few Good Men. Could oh, be on there. Yes. Uh, we are we are soldiers. We were soldiers. We were soldiers. About Vietnam. Ah, so good. Good movies. Sad movies at times, but good and important movies. All right. He's Adrian. I'm Austin. It's the Movie Zone. Thanks for participating each and every week. We do so appreciate it. Coming up next, we have some movie news and rumors to get to, including possibly the end of one of the most storied superhero franchises of all time. And not only that, but we'll also talk about one of the best super agents of all time getting a new title. We'll talk about it all next here on The Movie Zone. There's something happening here. You're locked on to the Movie Zone with Austin Horton and Adrian Leiser on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Telling me 
Final segment of the Movie Zone this week. Austin Horton, Adrian Lazar with you. Soundtrack of the week once again, Forrest Gump, as we had a little political theme going on today. Politically themed movies. Angel Has Fallen is in Megaplex Theaters now. Eh, it is what it is. <laughs> no, it it is a man who should have been dead long ago, continuing to fall but rise. Much like the Phoenix, but it's about an angel. I'm confused. Yes, and Morgan Freeman's in it, Gerard Butler's in it. You'll probably go see it. Yes. So, there you are. All right, time for movie news and rumors here as we round out this week's edition of the show, starting with the sad, sad tale of Spider-Man. Yeah, I, we teased this earlier in the show, and... Uh, it's a very interesting story. If you don't know why Spider-Man will be removed from the MCU universe, it's because Sony actually owns the rights to Spider-Man. That's why they made the Tobey Maguire ones and the um, Garfield, Gar- yeah. Andrew Garfield ones. So they've been Kevin Feige of uh, Marvel. They've kind of been fighting and ne- trying to negotiate the continuance of Spider-Man as part of the MCU, but they can't agree on a licensing deal, or they couldn't come to a deal. So, Spider-Man and Tom Holland will be leaving the MCU. And staying with Sony. And staying with Sony. Now, there will be more movies, because they are already in the work. They at least are going to have two more, but they will have no affiliation with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is interesting, because going forward in the MCU, they're going to have to pretend like Spider-Man doesn't exist. Yeah. Yep. And, and going forward things on, that have happened in other movies right. say he does exist. Yes. And uh, I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking, now I have to pretend like an endgame and far from home, he just it's just done. Yeah. So, uh, But he will continue on in the other one, in the Sony universe, which we'll see. Hopefully they continue to make it in the way that they've been making the Marvel ones. Well, they won't because Kevin Feige won't yeah. be there. So, now, so it's, it's messy and... Unfortunately, the dollar signs always went out, and two sides, what did they do? They looked at Spider-Man and Avengers Endgame in one year, making nearly $4 billion together, and can't decide on who it's gets not the enough. biggest. Yeah, There's can't greedy. decide, and one part obviously wants more than 50%, or else I feel like this would have been easy if they just said, let's do a 50-50 and call it golden. No, it's... That's somebody. What I've read is Disney slash Marvel has said they want 70%. And Sony's like, it's but if our right. license. And for that, to be fair to Sony, Sony's like, we own this mother. Yeah. Like, this is our, like, we've had it for years. If so. anyone gets 70, it's us. Yeah. Yeah. So so just because we've made crappy movies. So they called their bluff, yeah. and Sony wasn't bluffing, and they left and took their ball with them. So it's going to be interesting. Now the rumors are that maybe Tom Holland will appear as Spider-Man in the next Venom movie. Which could be interesting because they obviously are in the comic book universe. They do go hand in hand, yeah. but it's disappointing, I think, to see it go this direction. So, yep, they obviously still have Spider-Man to the Spider Verse and all that, but um, yeah, it's a bummer. It, it is because they were finally doing it correct. I thought they did really well with Spider-Man. For some reason, a hard, much like Batman, a hard movie to get right. Yeah, for some reason. It's, it's well, it's it's. Not so much, I don't think, hard to get right, but really easy to mess up. Yeah, that's a better way it to put it. It might be a better way to say yeah. it. Uh, James Bond. Daniel Craig is official. He will reprise his role as James Bond. He will indeed. And it will Even be- though he hates it. He once said he'd rather uh, end his own life than play James Bond again. And then they were like, what about this much money? He yes. said, I would love to do James Bond again. And apparently he's just been a total pain in the butt. Yeah, the it's entire not been filming. fun to yeah. work with him. Yeah. But it's number 27 
the 27th Bond movie. Do you know all the names of the Bond movies? I do not know all of them. Well, this one is called No Time to Die. It's a great name. It is, isn't it? It's a perfect name for uh, a franchise like that. Here are all the other 26 names. And I've always been a fan of this type of series where they can replace, and which we have already heard that 007 is going to be adopted by someone else, the moniker 007, not James Bond, but I'm forgetting her name right now, but she was in uh, Captain Marvel. Jessica Williams? No. I, I can't. But either way, uh, it's cool that they can make it and just continue to pass. Now they're moving it out of passing on James Bond to a different person, but even the call sign, so it should be fun. Anyway, continue. Uh, uh, well, now I want to know her name. Uh, is it uh, Lashana Lynch? Yes. yes. Lashana Lynch. All right, uh, here are the 26 other names. Dr. No, From Russia With Love, Goldfinger, Thunderball, Casino Royale, Once, You Only Live Twice, On Her Majesty's Secret Service, Diamonds Are Forever, Live and Let Die, The Man with the Golden Gun, The Spy Who Loved Me, Moonraker, For Your Eyes Only, a name I don't think I can say anymore on the radio. <laughs> never Say Never Again, A View to a Kill, The Living Daylights, License to Kill, Goldeneye, Tomorrow Never Dies, The World is Not Enough, Die Another Day, Casino Royale a second time, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, Spectre, and now No Time to Die. They're, they're all fitting. Some of them are kind of off the wall. But I, was it Never Say Never Again, the, and the James Bond historians out there, they would know, but isn't it the one that Sean Connery came back for because the one who replaced him for one movie was so terrible that they had to, they brought Sean Connery back oh, I don't to know. do Never Say Never really? Again because it, it was so bad before. Uh, Megaplex Theaters on Twitter has been running a poll, who's your favorite James Bond actor? Mine would be Sean Connery, but it's not a landslide. I really like Timothy Dalton. I really liked Pierce Brosnan. I like your brother, and I truthfully I have liked Daniel Craig. Yeah, for some of it I have. Yeah, yeah, I've enjoyed. Um, yeah, I've enjoyed his movies. So that'll come out. They've in gotten April. a lot darker. They have. Gotten They're a no lot longer darker. with invisible cars and realigning satellites and people who get full facial. Uh, reconstructive surgery to become someone else like in the Pierce Brosnan movies there's not as much uh, uh, kitschy humor yes. in these as there used to be and that I think that's lost I think yeah. that's part of what uh, the allure of James Bond is I'd like them to get back to that a little but it'll come out in April so stay tuned yeah, for that yeah George Lazenby ah. had one movie it looks like but maybe there was some. anyway uh, final piece of news Matrix fans rejoice Keanu Reeves and uh, Carrie Ann Moss are reuniting for a fourth edition of Matrix. Matrix 4 is going to be made, and uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I liked the first two Matrix. I didn't really care for the third one. I, I thought the trilogy... Uh, I liked the trilogy. I thought it was good as a trilogy, but I'm with you. I thought they weren't as enjoyable the longer you went. Uh, as long as the Wachowskis are back... I will be all about it. I think they are. So I think they're, they I are think, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Then I'm all for it. Uh, one last news for me: we talked, we mentioned Black Panther earlier in the show in our um, poll results. Well, don't get too excited thinking that the sequel is going to come anytime soon. They uh, say it may begin production in 2021. Oh, so production? Yeah, it may that's start. Nothing. Yes. That's where they start. You that's know, where they start drawing pictures and, and pro, uh, uh, getting office space to rent. Right. That's production starts in 2021 that movie won't come out till 24 yeah so movies that are coming out this right now we're in production in 2015 yeah oh my gosh forget about it so 
It's not, you're not even going to, you're going to have to rewatch the movie again. Right, we all may be incinerated by then. Who knows? <laughs> Thanos may yeah. get us. But anyway. Yeah, yeah, like, why, speaking of Spider-Man, why not just have Thanos snap him out of an existence, and then we could have saved ourselves this whole why mess. To, that's why I say, why do you have to somehow get back from that? Because wasn't he at one point? So he was turned to dust, uh-huh. then he brought, brought back, and now he's turned to now dust. Now he never was. Now he never he was. He never was. Thanos is inevitable he's in his own He's not has been. He's a never was. Yeah. <laughs> was he ever really does. there? Was he ever really a part of the MCU? Are any of us ever really there? Is this the Matrix? <laughs> Are we just living in a computer simulation? I don't know, Neo. I have a friend who believes that. There you go. Wow. Is his name Dwight Schrute? There's a lot of people who actually believe we're living in a computer simulation. Oh, okay. Which is fine. Believe what you want. Just don't tell me about it. No, I mean, <laughs> anyone can ex- explain their beliefs to me and I'll maybe agree or disagree. So, but anyway... Did you hear that, elders? Yes. I've got an address for you. Don't worry. They come a lot. <laughs> All right. For the soon-to-be Mormon, Adrian Lazar. <laughs> Just kidding. He's Adrian. I'm Austin Horton. We'll see you next week here on the Movie Zone. <laughs>